we are coming to you from the barely any light Anchorage, Alaska, and Zena's over here <laughs> dropping the mic already. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Woo! And we are tracking our way towards Christmas. So this will be, oh my goodness, so this will be next week. So that'll be, Gosh. we're just going to be on the borderline of yeah. cooking in. So. so this is Dr. Oamandanis. This is Dr. Cameron O'Connell. Zanita Stetsonova, plant-based Woo! mama. That's right. And we've got a guest on today. We've got Lori Rogers. There you are. Yay. Yay. Honorary fourth P. Yep. yep. She's our honorary fourth P. So we want to hear her story. And But before we do that, we're all going to, you know, share what we did for our weekends. Yeah. <laughs> so good to see you guys. Yeah, you do. Yep. I feel like my weekend wasn't very exciting. I'll start. You know, Sasha had yoga teacher training, so I was hanging out with the children all weekend, which was a lot of fun. Did a lot of laundry. Still doing laundry. (laughs) (laughs) The fountain of laundry. Exactly. The The never-ending laundry. (laughs) Right. Oh, that's so funny from that one. Yeah. You guys. Okay. The never-ending story. I know that I don't like, but it's fine. Owen, I did get to see Owen on Saturday, which was nice. It's always good to catch up with her. We did some LBA planning for first quarter, which is exciting. Talked about Veg Fest and some of the exciting things that we're starting Mm -hmm. to plan for that. Um, But yeah, other than that, it was kind of a really low-key weekend. Looking forward to the week. Yeah, we did meet at South and got salad and tell them how I saved you. So, you know, so after reading the Joel Furman book, like it really has changed the way that I think about things, right. and especially when he, you know, talks about when he was talking about how we pay for things, you know, even if we're not like the things that we eat, mm-hmm. even if it's not right away, like it's later. So I was telling her, yeah, I really wanted to go get some French fries, you know, when I was driving the other day, just mm-hmm. do a drive through. And I was like, but I didn't. So we're ordering and I'm like, oh, I'll have the, you know, the Asian cob salad and some French fries. Oh, it's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, but these aren't Carl's Jr. fries. Aren't they different? I'm like, no, I know you're right. You weren't even hungry for them after you ate your salad. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. That is the thing. It's true. She totally busted me out. Oh, okay. (laughs) But it is the art of delay. No, it was really yeah, everything is the true. art of delay. That's, true. I That's how I go shopping. Like when I lived in Chicago and I really wanted something, I'd be like, if it shows up on the sale rack, it was meant to in be. a month and a half, to be. yeah. Then it's the art of delay. Uh-huh. Everything in life. I didn't need it, and I didn't even finish my salad. So right. Thank you, Owen. Yeah. See, that's community, Lori. I need yeah. these girls. <laughs> yeah. Amen. She needs me right beside her, being like, I busted through that salad. Now I'm gonna go for the fries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, it, uh, it, we've touched about it before. Though. Fries is the vegan, I know. not plant-based oh, SOS. Yes. It's the vegan cheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the total it's vegan like, cheat. It's like, oh, fries is it's vegan. It's fine. I'll take some acrylamide. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> How was your weekend, Cameron? I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. I know. Um, we haven't, but it was good. I Friday night was actually, for me, unplanned, which is a big thing. So we swung by Double Shovel to pick up our greens. Thank you, oh, Owen, yeah, for the yeah. certificate. From Alaska Greens. Yep. So we went in and snagged those. What'd and you then get? We got two salad mixes, a kale and a basil. Ooh. Yep. They've got Yum. basil there. So that can be part of it. And so um, anyway, but, you know, we bust through those in like three days, mm-hmm. basically. Which I think so I think Jack Bauer was like three. I'm like, yep, three days, man. Then we'll just, you know, if you eat a big salad, then I you could make use it one through. bag for a salad. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. And Easy. it's so fluffy. Are it's you so washing nice. them? I don't wash no. them because you don't need, right? 
exactly. it's like bring it, oh, bring on the germs, people. You know what? It just reminds me. This week, I was talking to a patient. I have a sleep apnea patient, and and I was talking to him about diet, and I printed out um, Dr. Furman's mm-hmm. Andy list. I print that the, um, the nutritional time. density index list right. out and give it to patients, and I'm like, eat everything on the left side of this page. And he and I hadn't seen him in a month, and he told me, I said, what's new? What have you been doing? He goes, well, you know, you can buy these bags of pre-mixed salad at the grocery <laughs> store. He goes, I eat one bag a day now. Nice. That's dope. That's awesome. That's and really I cool. And I was freaking out. Yeah. I was like, that is amazing. Isn't funny That's how it really happens? Cool. So we ended up meeting a friend of mine there because it had been a while since we had seen her. And she... Um, the end of the night was just like, oh, can we, I really, let's just get dinner. Can we please get dinner? And I, Joel Furman style, I'm like, oh, here we go. I haven't made plans. I don't really eat a bunch of crud. Of course, we ended up at Ray's. And mm, so. Last night? No, Friday night. Oh, Friday. And so yeah, we Friday. had, um, anyway, so we're there and we're the odd man of the table. And I'm like, okay, we'll have a tofu this and tofu that. And the guy's <laughs> like, I'm like fresh spring rolls, the tofu <laughs> one. Oh, do you want the, do you want the sauce without the fish sauce? Yes. Thank you. They're so Out good. of the blue, the guy next to me, who's a cousin of my friend who just randomly came to dinner with us with his family, he's like, are you guys vegetarian? And I'm thinking, oh, here we go. And he just, he's like, you know what? I've really been thinking about it. Really? Animal cruelty, it's, a, it's, it's, it's <gasps> becoming a big deal for me with, you know, uh, farm-raised animals. And, da, 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 wow. da, da, and I'm just, we're kind of, I'm thinking, this guy is just screwing with us. <laughs> Yeah, but no. then by the end of it, no, really, he is. I mean, he's a roofer down in Soldatna. Just looks like like a, you know regular dude, normal Alaskan guy, normal Alaskan guy, and you know just really wanted to have a good old chat about it. So that is so yeah. awesome. Community. It's 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 uh, creeping in. It's so much easier. I ha- I've been like pushing veggies for at least five or six years, Absolutely. and and then I'll tell patients will come in and tell me things like like they don't like. These are older patients, right. 60s, 70s, 80s, and they'll kind of be embarrassed. And they're like, well, I'm kind of trying to eat plant-based. And I'll be like, hello. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And Where they, have you been? Get on the train. No, I mean, it is it is like more commonplace. Wild. Well, Lori, what did you do with your weekend? I hung out with my grandson and we went to watch. Uh, he had a basketball game at his YMCA basketball. There's nothing like watching a bunch of nine-year-olds play that. That's so sweet. <laughs> it must be like watching a bunch of nine-year-olds play hockey, huh, Owen? <laughs> oh, no. Nine-year-olds playing hockey are amazing. <laughs> I mean, they're, you know, by the time they're nine, they're just actually really good. <laughs> it's scary good. What else did you do, Lori? Oh, just been hanging out with you awesome folks and practical <laughs> work studying done while I'm watching outside going hmm i should go for a walk but i'm kind of cozy with my computer and my coffee <laughs> i know you know what but putting on like i did walk the dog this weekend and we went oh, three yeah. miles at ruth arcand equestrian park there's a loop around there and um it's a really if you are in south anchorage near o'malley or abbott it's just a beautiful nice little three mile loop and you think you don't want to do it, but when you get in there, it's just awesome. Yeah, have a good time. That's the part, the motivation to actually just get bundled up and, like we were talking about earlier, making an appointment with yourself and just yeah. doing. Because once you're up there, I mean, four below can only be so cold for so long, right? Exactly. Yeah, and the <laughs> um, the trick in Alaska is 
put all pile all the clothes on and then you gotta go out because you <laughs> exactly then it's gonna be just as much effort to take them <laughs> off as you would have had for a walk yeah. but Lori, are you walking to work um every day or is that i try to as much as possible there were a couple of days and it seemed silly because i live close to where i work i was uh my car battery was going ahead because i was walking and i wasn't driving my husband's like, you're going to have to drive to work for a few days and do that so that you don't kill your car. What was that all That's about? Oh, it, it was so cold. Girl for so long. Oh, you hadn't driven. That's oh, true. Yeah. My battery yeah. died this weekend, too, because my car is outside. I have a quick question for you, Zanita, out of randomly, and then we should probably take a break and come back. Um, when you were in, like, this happened to me in Portland. When I lived in Portland. My car, the battery would die because I would, like, walk everywhere or bus <laughs> everywhere. So, I don't, anyway, I'm just thinking of that. I didn't have a car the whole 10 years that I lived in Seattle. There we I didn't go. have a car. See, yeah, yeah, it's almost pointless. Walking, way. public transportation. Yeah. Yeah. At that time, town cars were, like, really inexpensive to rent by the hour. Oh, the good old days. What was that? I go to, what was that place called? Um, there's this grocery store that's owned by the employees. Really oh. inexpensive. Yeah, I can't think of it. But it wasn't use that. Okay. New seasons or okay. Whole foods. Yeah, that's great. That's <laughs> gonna be stuck in my head. Uh, anytime. Anything I can do. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We will be right back and we're gonna be talking to Lori and hearing all about her story and how can't she became plant based. And we'll be right back with you. Hi, this is Dr. Cameron O'Connell, and I'm giving a quick plug for Snow Pea Number Three, no otherwise known as Owen Mendanis DDS. If you have teeth, which I think the majority of us do, you have to come see this woman. She has a passion for oral health, sleep, and plant-based diet, which all feeds back into keeping you healthy and happy. She has worked in Nome. She has worked all across Alaska and has set up in Anchorage. We are so happy to have her here. She is a uh, environmentally, functionally, everything you could want out of a dentist. She focuses on treating the root cause of oral disease, and her patients love her. So take my word for it. You can find her at www.ladydentistanchorage.com. You better get on her schedule because it's filling up. Welcome back to the Snow Peas. And we have special guest Lori Rogers on today. And she is a teacher in the Anchorage School District. And she works with kids who have behavioral issues within a traditional school setting. And so she's one of those people that is just a giver in her day-to-day life, in her professional life, and she has made time to become plant-based. And she's also super passionate, once again, about giving and sharing that information. So we really want to hear her story today, and we're super excited to have her on. And she's also a member. She is a member of the Snow Bees. (laughs) Go to Nita. And if anybody's interested, we're getting better. We're getting our snowpeaspodcast.com. You can head there and you're going to find our Patreon. So if you want to become a member too, please do. All right, Lori, back to you. Hello, hello. So I want to, you know, we've talked a lot about this because we, you know, we talk to you a lot, which is really, really fun. But people that are out there don't know about our relationship and haven't been there for a lot of discussions we've had. So if you don't mind, let everybody know kind of when plant-based eating, when this lifestyle change kind of came to the forefront and 
how it has, you know, how you've incorporated it into your life. We'd love to hear at least just kind of the beginnings and then where you are now. Sure. It's been an over 10-year journey, so I'll give you the Reader's Digest version. <laughs> um, so about 10 years ago, when I found out we were expecting my grandson, um, I kind of was like taking a inventory of my health and kind of where I was. And I wasn't sleeping. I was putting on weight like crazy. I was sitting at just shy of 300 pounds in not knowing, like I thought I was eating healthy and trying to lose weight, but I wasn't going anywhere. And so I met with Dr. Abby, at, who was at Avante at the time. And we went through kind of where I was, what I was doing, and the changes we were going to make. I was addicted to ice cream, diet coke, coffees. And by coffees, I mean like coffee shop coffee. Coffees. Oh, the good stuff. Dessert yeah. in a cup. Yeah, you know, the frappuccinos and the mocha yeah. loca lattes and all of yeah. that. And <laughs> they are mocha loca was... lattes. <laughs> so um, going from there, and I remember her saying, by the time we're done, we're going to do this in steps and we'll be, you know, drinking chicory and whatever by the time we're done. <laughs> And I remember telling her, you're on drugs, and I'm going to cuss you, just so you know. I will take your steps. Just sorry to interrupt, but has that prophecy actually come true? Are you drinking chicory these days? I drink dandy blend a lot. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, someone gave me some of that. Back to Abby. So I was seeing her, and I remember saying that, and I did walk the journey, and I was losing weight, and it was staying off for the first time I had ever done ever, and I've been dealing with my weight my whole life. Like, I did so many fad diets, and I probably destroyed my metabolism seven times over. And this was the first thing I was doing a program she had called Thrive at the time, and it was just changing my mindset about eating and how I was eating. And as I go through and we're doing this and I'm back and forth to seeing her and I'm cussing her and I'm telling people I'm cussing her, but it's working. And I, you know, I figure it doesn't count if I tell her to her face that I am cussing her and then she knows. So you know. <laughs> it's not gossip if the person knows, right? <laughs> no fun. Lori, what do you think was working? Tell us like initially, like what was the stuff working for you and why did you think you lost the weight initially? Because she was allowing, and I used the word allowing, it was just the first time a doctor had ever made space for me to do it in pieces. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, quote unquote, wrong if I ate something that that I quote wasn't supposed to. Like, it wasn't failure if I ate off plan. I like that. It was, it was so a choice. It was a bump. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like, okay, now we go back. Um one thing I did hang on from Weight Watchers, which, again, something I did a million times, was count it as a vegetable and move on. Like, what does you, that mean? You made that I... choice. Oh. You made your choice to have whatever, and you can't take it back. It was a choice, and then go back. That's cool, kind of like, holding yourself accountable. Exactly. It's like you did what you did, and go back to your plan. Oh, I but, like that because we talked about that as far as like sometimes when you'll be like trying to eat well and then you eat something that you're not meant to eat and then you're like, all right, scrap the whole thing. Like I'm not yeah, doing I'm this. Just back to eating my right. normal. I, I failed again. Yeah. I may as well just throw in the towel mm-hmm. and, and you totally derail yourself and it kind of takes your power back. Mm-hmm. 
and changing that relation. One of the things that I had to change the most was my relationship with food. So what does that look like? What, what did it look like before? And what do you think your relationship, like, what does that mean? I am somebody who eats when I'm happy. I eat when I'm stressed. I eat when I'm sad and mad and not too glad. <laughs> and I use it as a self-medicator. And bored. When you read Dr. Zeus, and, you eat too. Got it. Okay. Totally. I'm a teacher. What else can you do? I know. So, you know, and it always, and it gets you through the day and it keeps you awake when you're working through the school day, you know, stop and munch something real quick and mm-hmm. keep that energy up. And it's sometimes more mind opening than really true hunger and so I was always constant I was diagnosed with binge eating but in the fact that I would graze through everything maybe bites here and bites there if I was super super sad I'd go stop and get a frappuccino or you know Mm. things like that and then I derail my weight loss which would then make me feel like a failure Mm. blah 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 it wasn't getting me anywhere so in that first year what when you look back at your first year of changing things with Dr. Lang, what did, what do you look back in, in that first year and go, wow, I can't believe I'm not eating or doing something different. Like what was the kind of aha moments for you that it was going well? Some of the things, so a true tool that I still use is tracking my food. If you bite it, you write it. And mm. the things that were sneaking in that I didn't mm. realize you know, as a mom, taking those last few bites off the plate when you're cleaning oh, up the dishes, yeah. you know, things like that. All and it bites. all adds up. It's still in your body. You're still ingesting it. And all those extra calories they add don't up. They don't count. Lori, I'm only laughing <laughs> because th- those kind of bites, I, you know, those are like, they didn't happen. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a sit down thing. I just took a bite, whatever, you know, but you're so Moms right. are gross too because you find a cookie from your kid and then you <laughs> eat on, it girl. off the couch. <laughs> on the floor, you're right. like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they wipe their nose on it? Okay. It doesn't that's count. It yeah. doesn't <laughs> count. I'm cleaning up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a vacuum. <laughs> Sorry, Lori. This, uh, this is all resonating with me. <laughs> no, it's totally. It's life, right? Indeed. And, uh, you know, I was a person, too, that thought you had to have all these plans and follow these certain diets and right. all of that. And it was not clear on the fact that it's lifestyle changes. And that's really what I had to wrap my head around was that I have to change the way I'm living. And it's not... You know, um, not to bash any plans. They work for some people. They just weren't working for me, like following the Adkins plan or something like that. Mm. Just um, So we talked about it one time, the diet versus the lifestyle. Can you talk about how what that means to you? Exactly. So I had to change my outlook and think of it as a way of eating. Because diet feels very, I can't have, I can't have, I can't. And truly, there is no sugar police. There's no ice cream police that's going to come. And Don't like, tell people that, have- Lori. I have my <laughs> patients convinced that I am showing up in their house in the middle of the night and counting Unless up the Unless you're cookies. Dr. O'Connell's patient, yes, and exactly. she and will show up. And- <laughs> I am the sugar police. In that oh. case, yes, then it will happen. So... So on that note, the sugar police is going to make us take a quick break. And then when we come right back, we want to hear more about it. More about what that lifestyle is. All right, guys, we'll see you in a second. Hey, guys. Dr. Cameron O'Connell is here to bother you at our break to ask you to think about joining our Patreon. 
Amazon subscription service. Why would you do this, you ask, in all this hustle bustle of life? Well, Patreon's amazing because it's a platform that lets us be able to interact with you and bring you into the wonderful world of the Snow Peas. There is a membership level to fit every budget, and as much as you want to be involved, you can be involved. Additionally, you get access to our special little private podcast that goes along with the Snow Peas podcast where we talk about the book that we're reading and where we have our book club discussion so you can listen to Owen and Zanita and I duke it out about what the highs and what the lows are that we love. Additionally, we're adding more things in like once a month for a certain tier, we're going to get together and chat and just hear what your questions are and be able to answer them for you. Also, there'll be early access to events. So VegFest next year, tickets will go on sale early and we're just expanding all the time. And no matter what, we want to thank you so much for listening and being a part of this Snow Peas extravaganza that we've put together. We feel incredibly blessed. So you can find us if you want to. Go on to Facebook. You can see where we've got a player out from Captivate. There's a little donate button that'll take you straight to Patreon. Additionally, you can go to patreon.com backslash Snow Peas podcast to find us. And Patreon is spelled because I am a terrible speller. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Snowpeas podcast. We hope to see you there. We can't wait. The world is going to be peaified. It's going to be peaceful. It's going to be all those puns. We'll see you soon. Thanks again. Welcome back to Snow Peas, guys. And as stated earlier, we have the amazing and mystical Lori Rogers with us today. So we were just talking about the difference between kind of her view on lifestyle versus diet. So take it away, Lori. So sugar police showing up if your camera's patient. <laughs> I will be the sugar police. Yep. Uh, but anyway, through all of this and uh, trying to think of where we are. Are you talking about mindset? Mindset and making those changes. And I was kind of slowly coming off this. And she also had me like graphing my weight on this app so I could watch it go up and down. And so then it became kind of like a game because I wanted to make it all go down. Mm -hmm. And as we're tracking it and um, making through going through all those changes. And um, one of the things that happened along the way as I'm kind of gradually coming down was that I ended up with this nasty hernia, which I called the alien baby. <laughs> because Ooh. it was this big bulge, and it was because I had, I'll just be maybe TMI, but I had all three of my children's C-section. Mm-hmm. And over the course of life, and I had to have a hysterectomy, so over the course of that time, that muscle had just become very weak and ruptured, and thus I had the alien baby. So I went to the doctor to have him look at it, and he says, well, you have to have surgery, blah, 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 blah but you need to lose weight. And I looked at him going, thank you, Captain Obvious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you're going to be like, am I paying for this? <laughs> exactly. And he's like, here's why. And because I carry my weight in my middle and then the screen could push out, blah, blah, blah. And he said, but I see your journey and I like the way you're going. So I feel comfortable doing the surgery a little sooner than later, but let's see how much more weight we can get off. So, so by I then, what was some... what was your weight versus when you started by this point? You're comfortable with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, well, I'm just trying to see if I can remember. I think I was about 50, 60 down by then. Yeah. Congratulations. Amazing. Boom. So and that was just diet change. I've never been really a worker outer, like exercise bikes, the treadmills, that kind of stuff, lifestyle, walking, that 
type of stuff. I'm not a gym rat. And so I ended up having the surgery and literally three months later, I remember going back thinking, I think the alien baby's back. And so Abby sent me in for a screening and sure enough, the screen had popped and went back to the surgeon. He's like, there's no way it's too soon. So I looked, he looked at it and he said, yep, the baby's back. And I'm like, well, crap. And he said, we go through the thing. And he's like, I'm not telling you to get bariatric surgery, but you know, here are some pros and cons. And I finally told him, I said, if I was your wife, what would you tell her to do? And he said, if my wife was your age, your health, making your choices, I would tell her to have the surgery. Hmm. So I went and talked to the guy and I had visited this train a bazillion years ago, but I just really wasn't ready to make that change at that time. So I thought hmm, I'd already had kind of some background knowledge. So I went and talked to the surgeon and he's like, you know, did his presentation and we ended up doing it to cut to the chase. And good thing we did because I, that January, the hernia twisted, ruptured. Ooh. I had to have emergency surgery. Ooh. Wow. So had, yeah, had I not, uh, and I, we call worried about, you know, should we call the emergency room? Is the ambulance has had the flu and this is what the flu feels like on my new stomach. But no, it had not only twisted, but kinked and it was just very yuck. The ER said there was no way this was going to relieve itself. So then I had the emergency surgery, and that was kind of a gift, obviously, of a second chance. Yeah. And we just have been on a health journey ever since. It made me tighten things up even more. And I had also gotten to a place where this is where more of the plant-based stuff came in as I was keeping, because I didn't want to ever go through that again. I didn't want that to ever rupture the go back to old ways, et cetera, and so on, that um, I made diet changes that were, I don't know, tighter or more health-based, whatever you want to call it. And I was getting to the point where I couldn't tolerate meat. Mm. It was just making me sick. And so I went back to Abby and was like, okay, now what do I do? Because now I feel like I'm eating styrofoam and fish and like it was just... <laughs> And what is a Midwest girl? I'm from Minnesota, so do. it's like you can't eat your meat and taters. What what, what is there in this life? Was yeah. that you thought you couldn't eat meat because of the surgery? It just wouldn't. It wasn't sitting well in my stomach anymore. I wonder if it was hard to just break down. It, mm -hmm. Exactly, and so I wasn't eating it, and then I realized I was eating just you know green salads, fish, and chicken. And I felt like I was turning into a chicken because that was <laughs> a lot of the meat that I was eating. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And so I went back to make sure, okay, how can I make sure I get the most nutrition, the bang for my buck, and I have valuable real estate because I can only eat so much at a time. And she said, oh, you should see this person I know called Dr. O'Connell. <laughs> huh. And that's where Ooh, you insert really? the dot, dot, dot. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and the rest was history. Um, but now I really look at, at, I just had a manual with Abby, and we were kind of laughing at where how much cussing and things I did with her in the beginning. Like, there's no way I'm never going to eat ice cream again. Like, seriously, ladies, I haven't had a soda. I was drinking initially a 12-pack of Diet Coke in three days. Wow. I haven't, I haven't drank a soda in over 
probably at least nine years or so. Are you serious? That's impressive. That's a hard one. to. It's like cigarettes for a lot of people, soda pop. My coffee, and I told her in the beginning, coffee is my line in the sand. I will change the way I drink it, but I'm not giving it up. And I have held on to that addiction. I am totally addicted to coffee. But I went from the Frappa Flupa Flotes to now I drink pretty much <laughs> black coffee or I'll have my dandy blend or even I just recently discovered the mushroom coffees. Mm -hmm. And I'll do that kind of stuff instead of coffee shop stuff. Yeah. I need to try that dandy blend. Owen gave me some. It's I haven't good. tried it yet. Do you have the, did I give you a bag? You did home? give me a bag. Yeah. You have it at home? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's yummy. Does it taste like coffee? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'll have to give it a try. Yep. No, it's amazing sometimes, I think, where we think we'll never go and where we end up. That's incredible. <laughs> Isn't that? So, the, so just um, the last year and a half for you, because it's a 10-year thing for you, like the plant base, like really focusing on plants. How did how did that work in your head? I obviously you saw Dr. O'Connell, and mm -hmm. but like how how do you feel about the plants since this is your kind of where you're at now? Initially, I thought, what the heck am I going to eat? Because again, it was like bell peppers, lettuce, like a green salad, yeah. and. Taters, taters, taters. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's been, and we, Cameron and I were recently talking about this because I felt like, oh, there's all these options and veggie this and the patties and all the processed stuff. And now I'm to the point where I don't, that even tastes processed to me now, mm -hmm. which is so weird to me because we're reflecting back on where I was. And even now I still feel like, what am I going to have for dinner? But now dinner can be as simple as open up a can of beans, throw in some salsa, and there you go. I have a quick question for you, if it's okay if I butt in. Um, sure. You're not – so a lot of people come to this or initially there can be cardiovascular reasons like, you know, my dad died of a heart attack or they are looking at a heart attack themselves. Um, but another big reason is weight loss. And so with that – being part of your journey, but maybe not the full focus now, what do you feel like becoming plant-based has done for you outside of that weight loss? So this might sound like really kind of wackadoo crazy, but I have a family history on, on both sides of my family, which was again, part of the motivation of the weight loss was that my mom has two different kinds of breast cancer and I have heart disease on both sides of the family. So I have had a choice that I could either feed disease or feed myself. Mm -hmm. And so that was a big part of it in that um, making, that was a recent mindset too that I had wrapped my head around as a kind of, I'm at a stalemate now and my weight isn't going, I still have weight to lose, but like, what else can I change? I've done all these things already, but I've come to realize that if I'm making the healthier choices, the weight loss is going to come off. Right. Plus, also watching my blood work come down into a normal range. Yeah. Like, oh. my cholesterol, my whole adult life-nessness, my cholesterol has never been. And I thought it was just my genetics. Mm -hmm. Because I have that heart issues on both sides of the family. Both of my grandfathers, my father, all passed away of heart attacks. 
and I thought, this is just what's going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. this is my life. I'm destined to it. There's nothing I can do about it. That's just what it's going to be. And then I did recent blood work. I'm like, oh, look at that pretty number. It's a normal range. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it is really cool. It's nice that there's like a multitude of benefits. Like I think sometimes we just get focused on X, Y, or Z that we're really wanting out of the diet. And sometimes we find these fringe benefits. Um, like some of the guys that I've worked around have been like, all of a sudden, I have an erection again. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Didn't think you were going to get this out of it, did you? <laughs> so anyway, there's my story for the day. <laughs> All right, guys, any questions for Lori before we... Well, I think that what would be kind of helpful for our um, listeners is, like, if someone was thinking about transitioning to a plant-based diet, Lori, what would you, um, what kind of advice would you give them or a starting point? Give yourself plenty of grace. It's not a light switch. Don't make it a light switch. Like, I'm just going to be vegan today and then try and give everything (laughs) up. (laughs) Take it by, and that was the biggest gift I think that Abby gave me in the very beginning of all this because I, I started at almost 300 pounds and with the interesting way of eating. And now I'm down like 170 and eating plants and plants and drinking dandy blend. But it's been a process. <laughs> and if I want, like, I'm when I go home to Minnesota, if I want walleye, you know, I'm going to have it and I just make that choice. So giving yourself kind of those, some of those freedoms and decisions, but be mindful of what, what you're doing. So it's not a free pass. Like I like ice cream, so I'm just going to eat it. I'm making that choice. Oh, well. Well, I was really excited to have you on the show today because I feel like with the holiday season, I think a focus that we've had lately is just being thankful. And we're really, really thankful that you've been with us from the very beginning of this journey with being the Snow Peas podcast and have been super our fan, super fan, biggest cheerleader. <laughs> and um, it's yeah. true though. You've, you've really encouraged us, especially like in the beginning when it was like, we had no idea what we were doing. No, not <laughs> a clue. Know. Do we have so, an idea now? Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. Don't I blow think. our cover, Owen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much for being on the show today. And I think it's a big, big thank, thank you from all of the Snow Peas. But yeah. do you want to, Peas out with us. Well, can I say one thing before we peas out? Of course. Out? Sure. Yeah. I want to turn the gratitude around because community is such a big piece of it. Yep. And not feeling like you're out there on lonely island, especially with COVID and living in Alaska in the dark and the cold, and people can hibernate super easy. But having people that are like minded and making that same journey, and you ladies put a label on what I, the changes that I was trying to do. So thank you for being hashtag awesome. Oh, you make me want to do the happy dance. <laughs> okay, so just a little spoiler. Earlier we were talking to Lori, and it seems as though we're yeah. going to put together something that um, Lori is going to help us with. That is going to help. Um, some of our listeners um, find community in uh, changing their eating habits. Yeah, some pea pods. Yeah. Ooh, pea, pea pods. Boom. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Good, I like that. Yeah, pea pods. <laughs> oh, no, we've got a lot of, I think we've got a lot of announcements coming up, including a new book, some pea pods. Zanita will be telling us all about it at yeah. our next episode, I'm quite sure. Yeah. So. All right, guys, you ready to peace out? Yep. I'm going to count it off verbally so this morning can join in. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three.
Kiki. 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 Kiki.